and then someone clips you and you go flying headfirst into a curb and die. Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Dads Being Dads. It's Chris here with Randy and Jason. Hey guys! Y'all, uh, how's the end of your summers going? It's getting kind of close to the end, huh? Well, not to the summer, just to the kids being out of school, school vacation. Yeah, but it's kind of the same thing. For them. <laughs> For me, no. Mm. Nah. I, yeah, summer loses its luster once you start working full-time. It's like a switch flicks, and summer just doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> the switch the switch being work. Uh, yeah. Like work, work is too much during the you summer. You stopped going to college. Yep. See, I don't agree. I, we, we had a good summer in the Fitzgerald's household. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but it's not the magical, endless free time to explore everything you could oh, possibly imagine. Not, no. Fantasy land that it used to be. I'm living vicariously through my children, though. They're having a great summer this summer. They learned three of them learned to swim. They're just, uh, you know. Tan, very tan. Uh, just having a good time. The upbeat attitudes are not. The stress isn't in the house. The overall stress is not in the household of these rigid schedules. Wow. Lost their virginity. Oh, oh what? <laughs> <laughs> is this meatballs the movie suddenly? <laughs> What's going on? It's a wild uh, and crazy summer. It has been a cool summer. It has been yeah. a cool summer. So know. we went to... um. We went to Drumlin Farms, which you guys know. Um, apparently, a, what? The lack of control this evening. It's not me. I I'm rolling right into topics to save this no, train wreck. So you went to, uh, go on. Yeah, Drumlin Farms, right? So we took all Isn't the Isn't that out in Spencer, that way? No, whatever. Who cares where it is? But um, we, uh, <laughs> we basically, <laughs> we went out, we got there, had a feast, tanked up on calories and then proceeded to walk for like two and a half hours around the whole place. And what was brilliant, uh, which I should probably have thought of at some point, but they gave us this little scavenger hunt and you win a prize at the end. So the kids immediately get like focused. They got like a, a target. They've got a mission. We're scavenging around. We're finding eggs. We're finding baby cows. It's pretty cool. But they stay on point to this task like the whole time. And just when we started getting a little woggly at the end, we like remember we're like remember there's prizes, so like it gets that final boost to get up the hill to get out of the place. Of course, prizes were just like cheesy little stickers or whatever, but it's totally cool because it's the motivation for the unknown. So, uh, we turned that into a pro tip kind of because the next day I wanted to take everyone out for a nice long walk because we've been trying to be a little more active in our in our you know adventures. We've been plus the boys are finally to the point where they can hike around a little bit. We did a the next day. We did a three point two mile hike with them, and I didn't think it would possibly work out. But of course, you can guess what we did before we left. You get prizes. We boosted up on calories. We printed out a scavenger hunt. Oh. So I just googled around quickly and found an outdoor scavenger hunt. Now this is a pretty easy one. It's like sticks, pine cones, brown leaf, red leaf. Not super imaginative, but it's all stuff you'd find out there. And it's it was easy enough for all three kids to find stuff. Mushrooms, all this other things. But man, again, 
it worked to help like the first half of the journey totally engaged in the scavenger hunt. Uh, very exciting. It was randomly a pail, which I didn't think we'd have any luck finding, but a random, all of a sudden Josie just screams in my ear, a pail, Dad, I see a pail. She's pointing down this like cliff to this, or not really a cliff. It is kind of a cliff to this railroad track. And sure enough, this is rusty old pail. So we had a sweep. We got all the things identified. It was awesome. Congratulations. Dude, pro tip, scavenger hunts when you take kids out on their adventure. Yeah. I think think the problem is, and this is, I know this is my problem. I have a hard (laughs) time remembering that kids like those types of little, little rewardy things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just want to set, just go play. Just go do anything that is not hassling me and they, they can't think of what it is <laughs> yes. they don't the only the best thing they could think of is standing near you to interrupt whatever you're doing repeatedly <laughs> That's right until you scream at them to go play somewhere else I'm just, I'm trying not, i try not to scream yep. so i've tried i tried lately i've tried to get to let them help do some of the work that i've been doing in and around our, our shed that's been going on they get bored of that very quickly uh though my, my son did a bunch of the electrical work with me but the scavenger hunt sounds like a great idea just any old it could be a nonsense list of random words oh yeah i mean helps if it's stuff they could find right because they get that completionist (laughs) satisfaction out of it yeah i suppose you're right (laughs) something purple i mean you could just list colors true you could be abstract and test their you know abstraction and logic skills as well well they made their own scavenger hunt at dinner very related so we're sitting there eating and of course it's driving my wife and i nuts because we're just sitting there trying to eat in silence sort of you know (laughs) quietly enjoying our food yeah and the kids (laughs) discover max discovers that something is red it's like it's, it's always been red this isn't new you're completely insane. And my daughter's eyes light up. <gasps> that that matches my straw because her straw is red. And then they start gathering everything in the kitchen they can find that has any hint of red on it and piling it on the table in front of Max. This matches too. And this matches. And then they saw something white and that matched the table that was white, which matches the light and the ceiling because that's they were just matching every color they could find nice. and talking about it. And like, it's driving me insane. They got on like, a tangent. kids are getting along and they were getting along yeah but it was fantastic that's the glory of this summer (laughs) (laughs) that's the sad part is i was annoyed that they were being so joy joyful over (laughs) nonsense and not eating their dinner Hmm. skipping over all that and it's weird you just never know what you're gonna get i mean i think we've gone through the pro tip and this is super hard so the kids get wicked squirrely before dinner they start tweaking out right because they're hungry so you have a decision there. Do you give them something? Because mm-hmm. if you do give them something, it will probably make that short time better. But it's going to make them like check out during the meal. So it's a very tricky situation. But I I don't know. Because if you let them go too long, they get totally crazy. They have meltdowns. You can't make any progress on the preparation of the meal. But the other hand... You want me to eat a good meal. And some nights, randomly, like this evening, they totally chow down on peanuts and snack mix and then go eat a complete meal of salmon and broccoli. Hmm. Salmon? Salmon, dude. Trick with the broccoli, though, we put garlic powder or something and a little olive oil on there. Totally neutralize that bitter broccoliness and just makes it delicious. 
garlic salt, maybe a tiny bit of garlic. Probably salt. garlic salt. Oh yeah. my gosh, was it delicious? Smelled completely awful upstairs between broccoli cooking and salmon. <laughs> oh my lord! I kept mm. thinking it smelled like I was inside an old diaper because you know the the background smell of old diaper and spoiled milk mixed <sighs> with broccoli and salmon. <laughs> Oh well, I'm impressed. That sounds like a very fanciful dinner. Oh yeah, like half the time, all that ends up on the floor. No one eats anything, and we're stressed out trying to get it consumed. Tonight, everyone ate it. Oh, <laughs> another pro tip I found. My wife found these little. I think I might have mentioned it. There's these little mini ice cream cones. There's a little sugar cone with a little ice cream, and then some <laughs> shell and sprinkles. But it's only like three inches tall. I'll try to re- remember the name or post the name but these things are brilliant for dessert too because they're all pre I, yeah, yeah it's all pre-assembled yeah you just pop it open and mm. they chow down and what i like about it contrary to a ice cream stand where you say i'll have a kids and they give you a softball on top of a i don't know <laughs> soft sh- on top of a megaphone and that's the smallest size you can yeah. get these are like you know, you know yeah. a quarter or tenth of that and they're perfect the kids love them the doesn't pop- the packaging doesn't offend you in any way? Yeah, that whole it, it sort of does. That's not uh, ice cream. Sure it is. No, it's disgusting. It's confection. <laughs> it's a pile of junk. But I mean, you could still you know put a regular scoop. But where do you get those tiny mini cones? They're so, so adorable. That's the thing. You can buy mini cones, and that's what there we do. Go. So yeah. when we go to the dairy place, uh, your choice <laughs> around here, you get the giant softball. So we order. Maybe one or two of those, and then we make little, and we bring the cones with us. You bring the cones with you. Oh, you pack yeah. your own cones. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's but a then good they got to share a flavor. Do they all want the same flavor? Well, there's enough of us that we can combine on flavors. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm flexible on the flavor, so I can, I can roll. I think we're gonna have to go that way. I was thinking after the 97 time of asking for, it, are you, <laughs> are you sure that's the smallest size you have? Yeah. yeah this is the kitty size, and you're. you're Having this conversation with a twelve-year-old right. that doesn't even understand why you're double-checking <laughs> the order, like right. we, it's called the kitty size, so yeah. it must be for kids. Clearly, it's it's for kids, right? Sure. Yeah, we don't. I, we order the kitty size at all the places around here. We order yeah. kitty for myself. I'll order the kitty unless I'm hungry. But oh, not me. But no, the I kitty mean, is yeah. almost too much for an adult, so yeah. that's kind of problematic. No, I'm gonna have to take a um, take a not offense, take a. Um, What's bridge? the word I'm looking for? Umbridge. You're umbridging because you want more than the kitty size? <laughs> I order the largest thing oh, they make. No. It's usually the, what? You know, if, if you finish this, we'll give you another one for free no. kind of thing. <laughs> Gosh. Ugh. Well, because so I'm like always... at Erickson's, I get the brownie sundae. The, uh, oh, you do? It's, it's like what? a six-inch brownie what? with That's... four scoops of ice cream <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, my gosh. And a pound of whipped cream and marshmallow. <sighs> when you and, get and to my age... The, and then I finish the kids' ice cream when I'm done. Well, that's the thing is I'm always having to f- clean up the ice cream, so I always get uh, extra. So that's why I order the kitty. I can't. Wow, good I'm bigger than they are. I have to eat more. Yeah, I just get sicked out by all that yeah, sugar, though. I just, it does. I, I, get after a certain, much. I don't know, half a pound to a pound of sugar, it actually starts getting to me. I feel a little <laughs> gross. I'm just like, all right. After the 1500th calorie. Yeah. It's, there's, yeah. I think it's I can't like, yeah, if I brownie. surpass my oh, daily so allotment of calories in just ice cream, <laughs> it starts to make me a little queasy. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anywho. Oh. 
So I had a good vacation last week. I'm going to skip back to oh, this. How was your, how was your, how was your vacation? Yeah, my vacation was good. <laughs> Interviewing 101. Yeah. Wait till they bring vacation? something up and then amplify we, it. We went down to the Jersey Shore, Long Beach Island. And we Are had the, filming? Uh, were they filming? No, that's at Wildwood Beach. And we're north of there. And Wait, it's no, not I didn't know that. And it's not all. The Jersey Shore is that unfortunately popular TV show. Is it still on? I don't know. I never watched okay. an episode of it. But that was at a, that was down in Atlantic City. So I was north of there, but yes, on the same coastline. Um, But I will tell you, and I did tell you, but I think I'm going to tell you again, that you should spend just an hour down there on your bicycle and you would come back and you would think that Massachusetts is this utopia. I want to tell these people in New Jersey <laughs> to chill out. They are on a beach in a vacation place, basically a resort town, and they are all spazzing out. And I'm just like, what is going on? I I, I've been to I a couple beaches. Hey, I've Randy, been to the Cape. Randy. I think oh. I rubbed off on Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm about, I'm going, I'm going to rant. You're no, visiting I'm, your family. I, I, I was, I'm walking around there and I'm like, I can't wait to talk about this because these people are insane. So I got a couple things, but <laughs> so first of all, the cars, these people need to chill out. The, the crosswalks, if you step on a crosswalk, prepare to get run over. It was insane. I've gone to the beach down in Rhode Island. I've been to the Cape. I've been to other resort places or beach places and people are very much laid back. They, they see a lot of pedestrians and there's tons of pedestrians around. But the cars give you no leeway. It was just crazy. I, I, I was very turned off by that. And uh, I don't know. Anyways. And the other thing, and this is what I, I, and I almost caused a scene and I don't cause a scene, but my mom came down for a couple of days and we were at this little like crap, like fair can thing. I ask, can I ask a go. question before you sure. go on? Shoot. Yeah. I'm rolling. I'd like, go. Take, I'd like to take umbrage <laughs> go. with the statement about you not causing a scene. I'm <laughs> not, pretty it, sure that that is like your modus operandi. No, no, not a scene say. where I was about ready to lay into an old woman. <laughs> Okay, please proceed. <laughs> okay. Please proceed. We went to this, like, uh, it was at the firehouse or the safety building or something, and it was like a bunch of people selling their wares. Their, their, like, And there was a raffle, and there was a bunch of older people, and they were selling some handmade stuff. They were selling some extra, like, old books. There was another person that was selling scholastic books. And multiple people were giving my kids either, like, explicitly telling them, you need to put that book back. Like my daughter who pulled a book off of, from the guy that's selling all this scholastic stuff, all school age stuff, took a book down and she opened it and was like, going to look at, was looking at this book and he comes from behind his little desk and he's like, ma'am, you need to have your daughter put the book back. I wasn't there for that, but I was just like, what? He's selling kids books. Kids what kids do. This is his attitude. Another woman, told my mom to move so that she, because she couldn't see my son who was looking at all these old used books that were like the library was trying to get rid of. They were selling them for 25 cents each. They're basically selling stuff. That's like one step away from being garbage. Well, what was your inference here that I think you're dancing around? The inference was that she's like, I can't see your son. I want to make sure he's not taking anything. Mm -hmm. So you think that they thought you were thieves. Very oh, suspicious looking family. No, yes, yeah. 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 Why so, do they right. need to see my son? Like, where else would they need to see him? Like, what's he doing that they need to watch Maybe him? Maybe she thought she was super, he was no, super no, handsome. No, 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 no. It was all, it okay. was all, I was very turned off. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what am I, mom, what did she just say to him? Did she assume, that, like, because that's a reflection on me. It's not a reflection really on my kid. It's like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to steal 75 cents worth of books from you. Uh, anyways. But so you I, took these it people, personally, and you tried to cause a scene. I didn't. Dad's I, being I, I bad. Calm down. But I was like, these people. It was all very like weird. 
and I've been, like I said, I've been down, to, I was down at the beach in uh, Rhode Island this year a couple of times and I've been to the Cape and I've been to other places and people are just like, usually beach scenes very like chill and okay, we'll take it easy. You know, everybody's friendly and hey, how's it going? And Jersey, man, I don't know. I but think this it, is a general, there's, there's a lot of people moving around too quick these days. Where's, yeah. what's, what's a place that's well known for a laid, laid back attitude? Are we talking about Hawaii? Where in the, where in the U.S.? I mean, I know there's lots about it. Brazil. Everyone's real. In the slow South, in they're really slow and laid back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's hot though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that slows you down. Yeah. I don't you know. Try it. Yeah. Try it. You want to go down south? You know Start what? Start a gator farm. I kind of want to do a gator farm. Let's ask. Let's ask our new favorite listener. Oh right, Polo by Ralph Lauren. Please write wait, polos? Tell us how wait, did Polo usurp Jay he, Torrens? Well, where did Jay go? I, oh, yeah, I, Jay. Think, I have a theory. I thought of him today. Jay, if you're listening, I thought of you today. Uh, I was like, hey, I haven't heard from Jay in a while. But then I remembered on his update last time I saw his Twitter that he had a daughter, which he might have had at the beginning. But she's, I think, now getting out of the baby age and getting into the mobile, you know, Troublemaker age. So I, I, I wonder if he's really busy. And Jay, if you're out there, you need a, some advice, some sage wisdom, <laughs> shoot us a twit. Haven't heard of you in a while. And, I mean, and you, you're thrown as being challenged. So <laughs> Jay, right. Jason joined the show. Jay <laughs> was reigning super fan until Polo came along. Who was a binge listener. Binge oh, listened to us. We've I been binge listened. Binge yeah. I, I, I was impressed. I, when you, when you guys read the mail, I did listen to the show. I was just like, "What? What?" He listened to the whole. I kind of <laughs> had the same reaction you did. I'm like, "Wow." Uh, but anyways, yeah. Hmm. So he can write in and tell us what it's like in Florida. Are the people okay? Are they all think it's three year old and his one year old are stealing from them? Is that the first thought they're having? <laughs> it could be a crowded place down there too. And do they try to run you over? And you know, do they, do they treat pedestrians kindly? To the to the automobilers. Mm. Yeah. Who knows the kind of vibe you, your family's throwing off there? Are you guys like all dressed in black trench coats? Uh, I no. wouldn't trust them. I mean, I no. saw this many times. It was just really. Anywho. No. So I, one I just, week. I just needed to get on the show and to tell New Jersey if you got listeners out there, they can write it and tell us how they plan to change the culture there. They need to chill out, relax. They need to legalize you, it. Statistically, yeah. we have at least five, three. Four, six. We have at least six listeners in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> Assuming that all of our listeners are oh, American. Yeah. Well, all right. That's a good point. But I think, yeah. Hmm. Well, somewhere between zero and four. And if you're in um, outside of the United States, write in and let us know what our statistics yeah. should be. <laughs> what, what, how we're doing it all wrong. And uh, especially yeah. if you got yeah. one of those baby Sweden. in a box deals. If you're from, from Sweden or Norway, Finland Sweden. or Norway, the baby don't box. write in. There's no baby in the box. <laughs> you put the baby in it's the box, baby box after you get it. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it would save time if they just shipped the whole darn thing, baby and all. But, I mean, mm. what if you want your own baby? I suppose it's oh, complicated. I have to give Jason some news, which he'll love. Oh, no. <laughs> so, my daughter, who graduated from her balance bike... She's three, turning four soon. She can pedal. Nice. 
we made the mistake of giving away the balance bike. Not mm-hmm. nice. And now she's always going in the shed and looking for it and saying, oh, I want my bike with no pedals because she likes Lord. to tool around on it still. It's fun. And like, well, I'm sorry we gave it away. And after maybe the 17th time, she kind of got upset about it because she wanted to ride her bike, but it wasn't really a good place in front of our driveway to ride the pedal bike. There's just not that much room, and she wants to ride the balance bike. I broke down and purchased a brand new balance bike. Nice. What? <laughs> I didn't even get a I didn't even get a, a used one. The one we had original for her we got for free anyway. So I said, "You know what? She's going to want to ride it a bunch. We can take her to the pump track. She can practice more on the balance." Yeah, she She's wasn't not even ready for to, yet. Yeah, she wasn't ready to say wow. goodbye. No. You took so that I dream away. And plus she'd I been don't. bonding with it for like a year and change. I mean, yeah. That's well, like, she probably is going to be upset that it's not her bike. She right. liked that little red bike. Why yeah. didn't you get the, her bike back? Well, we gave it to someone. I can't just take it back. Well, you, you bought the new one. You could give them that. Did you buy another Chico <laughs> Red Bullet? I did not buy another Chico Red oh, Bullet. Oh, no. Yeah, those are pretty cool bikes. I tried to get one that was slightly larger. Oh, okay. And this, I don't even remember what it's called, but it has it has like a little foot platform in the middle. So, like, the Red Bullet doesn't have anywhere to put your feet. You just kind of kind of hold your legs up. This one, on the contrary, has a, like, a little scooter platform. So you run, 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 and then you can stick your feet together in the middle and not, not to worry about them hitting the ground. Hmm. So I thought that would be nice. I thought you'd try that out. But Jason would um, take some kind of shameful joy knowing that I'm spending more money when I try not to spend money. Ah, you got to keep the kids in the right stuff. Got to keep them in the art supplies and the athletic stuff. Yeah. I picked up a wiffle ball. It was a major purchase. Two dollars and fifty cents. Good for you. Well, you got dude. It's awesome. The well, Josie's you are spending been... like you know seventy five thousand dollars on a pump track. Look at that town. It's going to be under like four hundred bucks. <laughs> well, if I rent the Bobcat thing, it's going to be double the cost. <laughs> hey, I've got progress on that. If you want to hear the, wait, wait, I do, but but, but uh, there's something else I wanted to ask you. Oh, fo- a little more on. follow up from last week. Who walks the same in the office? <laughs> What? Which which you office that- walkers have the same gate? Oh, yeah. I, I meant to ask yes, you today. The same it's, gate. We'll have to talk about um, it tomorrow. But I did the real follow up was that we all have stand up desks, and I found that was sort of a the three of us. Yeah, we do. I I I uh, I don't know. I found it coincidental. Randy, well, it's not. Uh, I said I said not it wasn't as a impressed with the. I don't know. Fine. Well, I don't think Chris remembers, but I'm pretty sure Chris, and I'm not the. Uh, faulting you or anything but i think you got the idea from me what idea the stand-up desk idea uh maybe just the seed years ago uh, or maybe you did it on your own i don't uh, remember yeah, yeah i mean i for sure read about it i heard you about it through yeah. this guy at work stand stood prior to sure. me standing uh but you know i mean yes i mean i was exposed to it via, via various inputs and uh I was finally driven to it with the the leg weird throbbing leg pain and the lunch coma like I was talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, sure, but I mean, everyone it was part of the inspiration. I think for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think we knew. I think I knew you had a standing desk and forgot. Mm. Uh, I wanted to bring this up though, because uh, I've been doing it for over about a year and a half now myself, and oh. I didn't do it until I worked at Comic, and I, w- I always kind of wanted to do it, but it was never right. And then when I did see, when I started there, Randy had been there, and I was like, oh, 
Randy is doing it. He did it. I'm like, I might have been one of the two people. Like, how did you do that? And so, whatever. So that's why I did. I had an inkling to do it beforehand, but I followed up and he, so thank you, Randy. But the one oh, tip welcome. I wanted to give you guys out there, listeners, is don't do the halfway thing. Don't give yourself an out because you will take that out every time and you have to get sort of adjusted to it because I've seen so many people in our office, they'll like make one half the desk high and the other half low, or they'll have like this weird hybrid thing or this desk that? that goes up and down. What? The desk that goes up and down is perfect. Well, because no, then you always end up putting it down. No, no, you always end up down. Absolutely not. I, I mean, my experience is I am down after leg day. I'm down at like three o'clock on, and when I'm sick, I'm down. And other than that, it's up. So, or if, yeah, if I'm exhausted from if you're sick, you should just not be at work, though. Well, no, because there's that you know you're getting better, but you're still feeble. And you and like you stand for the first half of the day, and then you're like Ugh, after the second half of the day. I've got a little sit stand doohinkle thing that goes right on top of any table and converts it to a six. It's like a double monitor mount, and then a little mm-hmm. desky thing. It's perfect. You just drop it down when you're tired. You bring it back up. I th- I think the option should be there. I think I don't know. I've been I've probably been doing this for seven years now or something, and. I have to agree with Jason. I, I, when I'm tired, people ask me this: Don't you ever get tired? I'm like, well, not from standing. Like, you know, I get tired from other things. Like, either I'm sick, or I'm hungry, or I'm mentally drained, or something. If I'm tired, then I go sit somewhere else. I go and like lay down on one of the couches <laughs> at work, <laughs> and I just hang out yeah. for a little, like, 15 minutes. I take a little break, or I go get a snack in the kitchen or something. But I don't work. I, I always th- I think it's a terrible combination when you're when you're like slouching in your chair and you're just clicking through email, not really doing yeah, anything. That's when I find some of my best like reading about a new architecture for some reason when yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, but I, I can do like, that on the couch somewhere. I guess that's eh, the same thing. Well, you're, I mean, you're, yeah. you're changing what you're working on. Right. And I uh, like that option because I don't often feel like leaving my cave because then people ask me to do things that they shouldn't be asking me to do because they see me, right? And they see me, I'm not Chris, I'm a walking resource of questions and knowledge and action items. So if I hide in my cave and sit and stand all day, they're less likely. That makes sense. But you're shifting what you're working on. Yeah, I just drop the thing down, kick my feet back. Sometimes I like to elevate my foot because I got old man foot arthritis and stuff. And if it's all irritated, I put my foot up on my tower. Arthritis foot? What are you talking about? I got that foot thing that I haven't gotten surgery on yet. I got like, I thought you said you had it too. A second joint in on my left foot was like broken or something a few times. So now it's got like a spur going down and it's got like a something gooshy in the joint. And every once in a while it just tweaks and flares up. And and it's arthritic Mm. too because they took x-rays. Oh. So they want to scrape it up and hack out the bone and all that. And they're all excited. And I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, what's recovery like? And they're like, six weeks off your feet. And I'm like, nope. They're like, who knows? We don't have to do it. It's your problem. <laughs> yeah. They're like, will you tell they me do. when they, you're they done? They get really excited about cutting you open. Oh, they love it. And carving all kinds of things out of there. Oh, and we they... could just do this and just do that. Yeah. My least favorite word. I'm just going to go in there with some real sharp knives and some drills. Uh, don't forget mm-hmm. the bone saw. The bones. I had a. I mean, they used the drill on me. Mm. Explained it to me. He's like, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to fold 
your entire big toe <laughs> onto the bottom side of your foot there. Nice. And I'm going to take a drill to the joint and just all right. punch a whole lot of holes in it until all that stuff is smoothed out. Like, wow. holes aren't smooth. I like, thought it was going to be like a Dremel. That would, like, they reshape the joint. Yeah, that's the other thing. My joint's all jagged and bumpy. Yeah. It's supposed to be smooth. I think a Dremel was probably what he used. He wouldn't give me any pictures or anything. Yeah. And recovery time has turned out to be forever. Yeah, that's case, what I mean. In case I you were wondering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stay off your foot. It's twin maniacs running around with like forks <laughs> looking for an outlet. I'm like, yeah, I can just gonna stay off that foot. I gotta tie strings to them and control them from each hand. How's that sound? Ugh. Maybe. Have you no. tried? No. Have you, you tried building them a pump track? <laughs> <laughs> in progress, my friend. Oh, can I? Can I? I know. I'd love to hear your update about the pump track. I would. Go but ready. you've inspired me. Oh. Although only partially, because I've really done nothing about it yet. I've, I gotta, maybe tonight I got to work on it. I have. I've searched around the internet, hey. and as it turns out, I think you've you've talked about this. Many a municipality have installed pump tracks. Heck yeah! And it's so safe. My, it's awesome. It's cheap. Yeah, it's just cheap. That's the thing. And my town has Safe. some funding. What's with all the hissing? Yeah, someone In my got a town, leak. Someone's got a leak. That was me. I was going to say safe, really? Absolutely. Some funding. We'll talk cool. about safety in a minute. Right. Available for like these types of projects and whatnot. So I'm, I'm like, you know what? I can... This doesn't seem hard. I can write, I can copy someone else's proposal. <laughs> yeah, I can plagiarize an internet proposal. Because <laughs> plagiarism is not illegal in... In the uh, proposal world, I don't think. No, no, because it's all the same genera language. In you can't grant writing. trademark yeah. that business. <laughs> so I will plagiarize someone's proposal and switch the pictures out and doodle up some awesome sketches of kids having an awesome time. You know, I can Photoshop that stuff in there. Sure, get some stock Kids photo. having a great time. Got to come up with all... I have all these neat ideas. I picked a location already. Nice. I got to go to the town hall and figure out who exactly owns the land. Is it the town or is it the school? Because even though the school is part of the town, they actually debate about what they get. It's really silly. Yeah. Different insurance policy umbrellas, I think. Different, just different budgets, different all kinds of things. Yeah, turf wars, you know. And there's an issue. The location is right behind the elementary school, but it's the K through three. So it's a little bit young. So I'm like, ah, oh, they're not going to like that too much. It's kind of off back in the woods. But I'm like, I think I found some paths You can get the them woods. to fund balance bikes for those kids, and I bet you they'd love That's it. That's right. They would love it. I could, I could <clears> probably <throat> raise, you could raise money oh, yeah. for, and build a little shed back there. Hey, and yeah. have um, have a little booth or something, and they could man the booth, and they could lend out all the little balance oh, bags. That's or they could, now. <laughs> they could even have a well. It could be manned by one of the other elementary school kids. It's gotta be a robot. It oh, could be part of gym class. Ah, gym Why not? Class. I think so. It's super like fitnessy. All these all these things will have to go in the proposal. It could be part yeah, of super the like, second fun. grade. Gym class. They go up there and they bop around on the dirt track on the balance bikes. That would be so cool. So for safety, uh, they're super safe. The reason they're safer than a skate park, safer than trail riding, safer than road riding. These things aren't steep, mountainous things. They're like little twelve-inch, sixteen-inch high rollers, which is just a gentle bump. And then the berms. You know, you could pitch it as as tightly or not as you want within like 70 degree and below. Uh, so, I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen is the kid's just going to fall onto dirt. 
I mean, <laughs> probably less dangerous than falling yeah. in the driveway on the bike. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, sure. It, it's like a smooth round. I and mean, then the sides of it are all like nice. I'm going to uh, seat it with like, you know, ground covers and, and fescues and bushy drought nice. tolerant grasses and clovers and flowering ground cover. Mm. So if you fall off the edge, it's basically like rolling on a carpet. You're just like, fuff, fuff, fuff. And maybe Excellent. I'll what put else? spikes at the bottom. I don't know. Just to <laughs> Yeah, I did I did see some example pump tracks where they had like giant boulders yeah. in in sort of on the inside of the berm. <laughs> yeah, so like, you miss hit the berm, your face kisses the boulder. Yeah. That's <laughs> it didn't a well make any played. sense. But sure, you taper it off, you yeah. put some some grassy, mossy stuff, whatever. That would be awesome. I can't wait to try it out. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, okay, I gotta before- write this though. I gotta um, so you're you're hearing it from me that I will submit this proposal. Excellent. Let's see. What kind of time? What kind of time should I give myself to get this done? Well, when you said there's some deadline coming up. I don't know what the deadline is. But regardless of the deadline, I, even if I submit it later, it's just more, can I have some money from the budget for this cool stuff? Like, you know, the money will come from somewhere. It just maybe isn't. Well, how long thing. do you think it will take you? I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's how long will it take versus how much extra time do I have to dedicate to it? Well, here's the deal. Well, it's tricky, right? Because in order to hone in the true cost, right, you need to know the size of the space and then the rough design yeah. of the track. Yeah. So I guess the first thing is like the pre-proposal where they agree to yeah. allocate some money, right? I, yeah, and, I can and, overestimate. And, 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 they, and then they give you a spot because without the spot, you, yeah, exactly. Well, you'd, yeah, you'd have to kind of ballpark it. You could say if the spot's roughly this size and we make a track of this size, it would cost about this much money. Um, I can, that's what Matt's pre-proposal spot I think is good, but I need to go, I need to like make at least one trip to the town hall to get the maps. Maybe I can look that stuff up online to figure out who owns the land. And I know the chairman of the planning board, so maybe that could help. Super exciting. I could like chuck my bike in my truck and hit your town on my way home sometimes. You'll have your own pump track. Well, yeah, but I like to ride other ones too. (laughs) I mean. It's for elementary school kids. You can't can't come over. And their dads. Oh, I got kids in elementary school. No, no, Elvis Town. They're their parents. Out of town. There's going to be a donation box for people that come from out of town. How about for people who made, who planted the seed in the mind of the genius that builds the (laughs) thing? I'm going to make you donate to the Ankton Library. Then I want (laughs) lifetime free pass. And I want to make sure that we get it out there that uh, moms are also welcome. Why wouldn't they be? Because you said (laughs) they're kids and their dads. Because well, I'm their dad. I uh, know, right? But I want to make sure that we're not <laughs> accidentally imposing. We will any not bias speak here. of mothers on the dads being dad show. But <laughs> I want to. I want to take a. I want to take a quick, quick, uh, little quick detour. This is a little single trail over here. I want to go. We'll come right back to the pump track stuff. Have you guys? Either of you guys used those bike seats that sit on the back, where the kid is in like a little plastic shell? It sits no. like on a bike rack. You know no what way. I mean? Yeah. No. It's yes, terrible. you have. I'd- Why? Topsy turvy. Topsy topsy turvy. I've never used them, so I can't judge them, Mm, but it just looks. I crashed my bike many times (laughs) while towing the children in the trailer, so I can't imagine what would happen if they were in a seat behind me. Wow. Um, I even crashed the trailer bike once. (laughs) Wait, okay. Well, you can. Huh. All right. Well. It's probably best that you don't get that kind then. Yeah. <laughs> but I was and it's wondering. not because I'm just unstable. We, we were just doing silly stuff. Oh. And Max, Max and I were flying through the woods, and he was on the trail of bike. And I hit a, hit a soft sand patch I didn't notice while taking a <laughs> corner a little too hard. And the whole thing went down. And 
somehow he t- tumbled off safely and was ready oh, he to fell go out again. of the trailer wow no he was on the trailer bike what's a trailer bike you know the one wheel thing that oh it's like gosh. it's like a tag along oh, right. so he's got oh. his own handlebars and pedals oh my gosh okay all right uh, my wife did flip the trailer all the way upside down once whoa yeah twice actually. W- with luggage twice. or kids in it no with kids in it oh, <laughs> oh my goodness I think only one child each time, but I think it was a different child. Once with Max, once with Molly. It was the perfect situation. She just, um, you know, she's not used to, it's like if you've ever towed a trailer with your car, right? You're not used to that extra steering radius. Yeah. And you you just take the corner like you're taking it. Well, she took the corner on the bike like she would have taken it on a bike, and the trailer doesn't have its own steering, so it follows sharp, like it cuts the corner off. What do they call that with trucks? It takes wide, right? Anyway. Yeah. And there happened to be a rock right around that corner that's shaped like a ramp. I mean, I know ex- I knew exactly what she was talking about when she told me. And the the right side wheel of the trailer went right up the rock, and the thing just flipped right onto its top. Yikes. <laughs> it's got roll bars, though, right? It does, yeah, and it has shoulder straps. So Perfect. He was just sitting in there upside down. <laughs> That's uh, great, but anyway, yes, the, the so, seat on the like, back of the bike—they're called a co-pilot. Or I—I I was going to ask, but, but since neither of you use it, it's not going to. This conversation not going to go very far. But wait, I was wait, wait, ask, no, 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 no. I've ridden a bike with just the seat on those, and they're terrible. And the reason being is they raise the center of gravity on your bike just by them being on there, and then you put your kid in there, and it's up even higher, and it just makes. It makes the back end squirrely. It makes the front end prone to to not have enough weight on it. It's it, they're they're squirrel. So here's my deal: if I were to have to choose a thing to take a kid biking with, they would be one of my last choices. The trailer would be one if cost is you know not an issue. The biker, eh, eh, if you have only one kid, the little bike along tag along bike thing, not bad. Uh, least favorite thing is the bucket right behind the seat. It's what about the one that goes in front? Ugh. There's a new one now where they straddle yeah. the top bar and they're like right behind the handlebars. That, that mm-hmm. might be better because then it's centered at least so you don't have that imbalance on wheel weight. It still raises the center of gravity, but... Yeah. I, all right. Well, I don't I st- have the I problem. I still feel like they're just the impact zone at that point. Oh, it's terrible. But, but that's kids, the other your thing. Your kids are, are now so the crumple high. zone. If they fall... Yeah. They're they're dropping a good few feet to the ground, whereas the trailer they're basically on the ground. Well, they're belted in, right? So they're not going to fall out of yeah. it. Well, they'll uh, fall and sideways then, and dash their skulls against the. Well, okay. The now wall. we got into my question. Walls. There's walls on the. Seat. I know. They, so my they question smash is: their heads into the walls. <laughs> Stop it. Momentum's momentum. My question is: Would you wear a kid? Put it. Would you put a kid a helmet on a kid in those seats? Yes, a hundred percent. On the huh. seats, yes. In the trailer, no. Why not in the trailer? Because they're in a roll cage. So, okay. And the re- I do not put my kid a helmet on. And I'm looking now online and they all, all of them have pictures of helmets on the kids. But oh, absolutely. whenever I've put a, my kid in the helmet, it's put their neck forward in like a loaded yeah. position because the helmet well, that's, sticks. Yeah. yeah that's it's why I don't do it in design. the trailer because it's just extra weight on their head. Yeah. And if there's two of them in there, then they just end up banging the helmets against each other. You could say the same about their heads, but... So I feel like bad, like if it's crashed, their neck is already loaded and pushed forward, but 
and I'm doing it now, so I'm probably all weird on the Oh, mic, because but... it's pushed because the back of the helmet's bumped yeah. on the seat. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah, You can pad the seat a little, but then they're going to stick out in front. Yeah. I, 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 maybe I'd agree with you. If, if it has big know. enough walls... Yeah, the walls are definitely big enough. But... Where if the if you if you drop that bike you know, pretty, pretty quick, yeah. is their head going to go out and around the seat, or is it going to bounce off the side? Yeah. Hmm. If you're pretty confident it's going to bounce off the side because their shoulders are buckled back, yeah. then I wouldn't put the helmet on them. It's going to bounce people, around people, like crazy. There's a stigma with helmets. They're like, you know, you could be, a, you could read the news, you'd be an interview, whatever, or you could be run over by a car. And the first question anyone will ask yeah. you is, were you wearing helmet. a helmet? <laughs> and if the answer is no, they'd be like, well, it's your fault then. You're yeah, asking. You me deserved it. all those yeah. broken bones in your body because <laughs> right. your helmet wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't like it when people get those two things confused. Really, it's there are laws now, of course, with like yeah. kids have to wear helmets under a certain age. And it's kind of unfortunate because it's they're, it's not the same. It's not the same as seatbelt laws with cars where you stick a kid in a car right. and go 85 miles an hour without a seatbelt on. That is not the same as sitting in a bucket seat on the back of a bike going six miles an hour. Right. <laughs> nowhere near the same. And someone, the person in the car that hits the cyclist at 85 miles an hour that does not make the law for the cyclists any better. The helmet is not going to do anything for them. Like helmets mm. are basically for low speed. You know, I hit a bump and didn't realize it and fell off. And no one in any other country that actually cycles a lot wears helmets ever. If oh, you, really? If you, yeah, if you went to the mm. Netherlands or something visiting, yeah. not a single one of those people wears a helmet. If you put a helmet really? on and started riding around. I wear a helmet would... to protect myself from my own stupidity. No. <laughs> I mean, I've... They, they do not, they do not what wear about They're the, wearing... Like... What about the like uh, the the serious cyclists like the tour? What are the tour? yeah? If they are racing their bikes, yeah, and racers. they're going fast, they will put their helmet on because oh, okay. they're go now they're going at excessive oh, speed. So you're talking uh, if they're just farting around town, they don't wear a helmet. That's what they do. I mean, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like that. like huh. like you're towing your kids around. You're not going thirty miles an hour, right? Yeah, you're going eight. Right, you're going some yeah. low speed. Yeah, I don't and really could... wear my helmet when I was when I take the kids for bike rides. I don't wear my helmet. What? You're a hypocrite. I always do. You know why? So my kids will. <laughs> nah, they... crying out loud. If you sit yeah. there and no, I don't need it. I'm good. You better wear your helmet. They're gonna be like hypocrite. I'm but, to what... I totally agree with you. But on occasion, I have I have just not taken the time to put it on, and I'm. And, and my son will give me a hard time. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I got to run down to the hardware store. He's like, where's your helmet? Yeah. It's in the house. Oh, like, man. Just staring at Good me. Good luck. But, but he does not get the idea that he won't wear his. He just yeah. mm -hmm. scolds me for not wearing mine because yep. <laughs> it's already He, he will most assuredly, every time you're not there, he's going to make sure to put on there's his a, helmet. There's a lot of things I do that they're not allowed to <laughs> Yeah, but eventually, honestly, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, at some point, it's going to be... It, I don't, his skill level is rising, right? Mm -hmm. And I, he'll understand the difference where if you're going to go mountain biking, like, you know, Max, I'll talk to him. If you're going to go mountain biking, you're going to go through the woods with trees whizzing by you and you got to judge your level of danger. You should probably wear your helmet. Maybe the one with the chin uh, strap. I don't know. I don't know. I think you should always wear it unless you're just being super, super mellow even then. Because like I've told, said in other shows, my worst crashes are always when I'm just like, totally still goofing around just like oh let me try this wheelie Whoop, i fall back on my head you know or oh i'll do a bunny hop of which i've done ten hundred billion in my life of which i have fallen four times two of which nearly trashed myself <laughs> and my bike okay just oh i'll just do a bunny hop launch completely vertical for some reason because i went too high and 
crashed sideways and blew my pod and my shoulder out. It's like, uh-huh. I'm saying. But your head was okay. Uh, It was, because I had a helmet. <laughs> big. Well, that's a good example. You're doing goofy tricks. Wear your helmet. Not right? even. Doing... I was just doing a simple bunny hop. That's a trick. Oh, it's not like a... You're not tooling around going ah, to the store. Something catches you off guard. You take a funny turn off a curb. You get caught in one of those weird grates. There's a million odd things. So you put your helmet on when you go check the mail? <laughs> if I'm on my bike, I do. There's. It's funny. I read a lot of articles about this because I, I follow a lot of bikey people on the Twitters. And yep. and so in, in, a, um, you know, in their ironic way, of course, they show the statistics of cyclists with head injuries... Versus drivers with head injuries, right? So they put all these little fake advertisements of don't forget to wear your driving helmet. And they have all these, <laughs> you know, there's people sitting in their car wearing their driving helmets because realistically, they're the ones that should be wearing the helmets. Like the head injuries are coming from automobile accidents, not from cycling huh. accidents. You can look up yeah. statistics. Well, so people cycling are not aside, getting head injuries. You I don't know why I do it. So I do it. So I set a good <laughs> example for my kids. So that hopefully for as much time as possible that they will ensure themselves to be safe with a helmet. And the only way that I could ensure other than repeating myself to ad nauseum and enforcing it with them is to be a good example. Um, I so agree with the, you. So the most, the most prone I am to not wearing a helmet is when I'm goofing around in my driveway or going around the circle. And that's the times that I have to wear as most important for me to wear it. <laughs> because I'm setting that example, right? I don't really need to wear it. I've never fallen in my house or my driveway here when I was a kid, sure. Back to Jason's question. Do you wear a helmet when you get the mail? If I mean, I'm it's... walking, no. If I'm biking, <laughs> yes. The rule in my house is if you're <laughs> biking around, you driveway. wear the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, fair. I mean, I understand what you're saying. And yeah. every time I every time I go, you know, to work or if I bike to work or whatever, they I'm they always see me with the helmet on, so right. I, right. I don't know. But if if we live in a European country, Right. People would be, think, people would think you were so strange right now. They well, would be going, no, that is not fair. That is like that is not something you need to impress upon them to think like that. It, it's it's kind of like wearing a life vest when you swim, where you just you, no, you need to learn how to swim. You don't need a life vest. Like that's just gonna. Yeah, but you know be, that I, the way I bike, I go off the road a little bit in this one part, and then I am dealing with cars and I'm going 20 miles an hour so I'm speaking in generalities yeah, yeah he's oh, talking oh, he's yeah. talking something a little different oh oh yeah 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 but you have to be the judge of that too just like I want my kids to understand the difference so yes yeah. I like demonstrating wearing the helmet so they will do it now because they're also idiots right now they fall on their face all the time <laughs> right my hel yeah. the helmets have saved them a bunch of times yeah. from pretty horrific injuries but they're getting better and at some point you know and I but the thing is the helmets also take away some of that learning of when, you know, when they're goofing around versus when they're being yeah, practical. I don't think so. It's only there in the weird ass event you have an accident that you don't accidentally get brain damage. So that's mainly all they're for. They're, they're there for that one in a million chance where you would have gotten really hurt on some well, fluke on a bike. If it's one in a million, why did you ever take the thing off? All I right. don't. I always ride with the helmet. No, and you're right now. Why aren't you wearing it right, right. now? Because <laughs> I'm not riding a bike. <laughs> so how, how about what are your rules going to be when you make your pump track? Always wear a helmet. Always how wear is that pump track coming? How's that pump track coming along? Dumb helmets. I mean, what about oh, the? No. Shouldn't they be wearing the BMX helmets? And oh, the BMX helmets. Are fine. It basically anything that's going to protect their skull from an 
abrupt shock, and you know that's what you want. You want to do you make sure it's on correctly and over their forehead instead of sticking up on the back like a little bonnet, like yep. most kids. Okay. Yep. This took a turn I didn't expect. That you guys would be. Hey, well, man. I kind of I kind of play heads. both sides. <laughs> safety dad versus safety my, dad. My it's joke. Like, oh, no. I, come on. I, I play. I play both oh, sides because I, I'm over I'm my a big joke. fan of the helmet, but I don't like the stigma involved with it's sort of a uh, um, a victim blaming kind of thing with helmets. But you guys are. And the reality is, it's in most cases people really do not need to wear them, and it's up to their judgment. It's like, you know, you're you're strolling to work or something or just carting yourself over to the grocery store, it's not a big deal. And then deal, someone yeah. clips you and you go flying headfirst into a curb and die because you <laughs> didn't have too, your helmet. Is it too too late to use my, my joke? You, guys you already are, did. But, we heard. But, but butting heads. Joke. Come on. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, stop ah, butting heads. This you get it. You get butting, <laughs> butting heads. <laughs> oh, with the helmets. Oh, the puns. Anyways, you have an update on your pump track? Yeah. Update us. Well, it's, it's in progress. So, uh, uh, Wait, so you've actually you, broken ground? I have. I started ripping off. Uh, well, I told you that last time. No, I wanted time, to do a ceremony. Did I you take pictures? Tear, well, I do. I have the first half of the putting green torn up. Uh, today was, um, I staked out the whole area, uh, or at least the, I staked out the rough shape within which the pump track will be built so I can start getting some serious d- dimensions. And then I have to, basically draw in but i also went out and did some r&d on dirt and uh found a supplier with some pretty good stuff called ball field mix which is uh you know it's probably a little more sand and clay and then some organics so it it kind of dries up and packs hard and eventually will get like super smooth so the good news is it's cheaper than screen loom loam oh i said loom loom it's not I- loom People I go- call it loom. I know everyone calls it loom, but it's pronounced <laughs> loam. Who calls so it loom? They, they pronounce I, I, like it loom. everyone I've called in New yeah, England so far. Who what, you mean it? the providers of the stuff? The yes. sellers? It's spelled loam. People pronounce it loom. Yeah. And Wait, then really? if you go to dictionary.com, they say loam. <laughs> loam. <laughs> Which is how. I've always said it. You went to it. Do you oh. just play that when you make the order? Oh, Hello, no. Hello, I'd like to order 300 yards of loam. L- loam. <laughs> I can't get over this. They call it loom? They call they every do. single yeah. person I've talked to calls it loom. <laughs> they call it loom. It dra- it's great. It, it makes my head explode. Yeah. Okay. But um, uh, it was awesome, though, because I went to a place today, on. and they had um, – so I'm trying to get a sense for the trucks required to dump the amount required I need to the spot I need. So they got your pretty good size truck, which is like bigger than a pickup. It's, a, it's like a huge, humongous like pickup. Three yards. Yeah, or it's like three yards. I'm like, what? That's crap. So then the next one up is 10 yards, which is like a freaking house on wheels. It's a gigantic <laughs> yeah. dump truck, but it's not even like the, the, the fully gigantic one, but it's still like no. staggeringly Five huge. Five yards. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like four minivans. <laughs> In a cube facing you and maybe an additional half a length of the minivan and back. It's a gigantic thing. So I'm trying to figure out if I could get it, you know, to the spot. I think I might be able to get up to the spot, but not quite there. Wait, are you going to rent this? No, no, no. So, so my master plan. So master plan. So I've got this staked out and then I'll, I'll draw the thing tonight or tomorrow. Uh, I get my measurements and my locations for all my berms and rollers and then. And then if this all works out perfectly, the, the loom will be delivered on the day that a bobcat is delivered. 
and the loom will hopefully be placed up on the hill or as close to the hill as possible so that I don't have to make uh, something like 57 trips back and forth with the quarter ton bucket on the bobcat. <laughs> so yeah, and if it works out, I scrape out the track shape with the bobcat. First thing, I just scrape yeah. out the shape of the outer loop. And if I have time, I do the crossover. And then do start the piling the yeah. um, start piling up the little mounds for each of the each of the pieces, and then I send that thing back because it's a million dollars a second to rent, and then you just finish it all with uh, shovels. Wow! Yeah, and the rain the rain doesn't wash it off or anything. Well, or? that's the thing. I, I'll probably have to figure out a rapid way to prepack the rough things because the recommendations are to build each feature at a time. So the other option, right, is to have this huge pile delivered and then not rent the Bobcat if it's close enough and just build each feature at a time, um, which is... And then you can slope it. Yeah, you can. well, you could take your time and finish each one and then move to the next. And that way you could leave it in the rain and not worry. But then your master pile gets to be this giant pile of weeds and stuff, which isn't terrible because the weeds will keep it from washing away. Um, But... I'm hoping I want this thing built as fast as humanly possible because I just can't wait to ride it and all. Um, so I think doing that batch processing might might be the trick. And then maybe I'm thinking of renting if they still sell those. You know, those it's like a motorbike, but it's got two really fat, like almost like ATV wheels on it. Because I was like, if I could get one of those, I know some guy who runs a um, you know, like a motor sales place. He sells all the Kawasaki's and stuff like that. But if I had a little, like, really wide, flat little motorbike, you could kind of drive it around and around in shape. You know, it's almost like a yard roller with a motor. If I get something like that, I could really accelerate, you know, the tamping process and all. So (laughs) I might be able to pull it off in, like, just a couple of days. The tamping. Oh, you got to be careful with that, too. Because you get one of those big power tamper things, and it might just crush the berm. Yeah, you have to, like, pre- pre-shape and pack with a shovel and then you do your final pass with something Ugh. either mechanical or even just the old school yard roller you know it's just a big uh-huh. cylinder with a handle those fill were it with water or something right? yeah you fill it up with molybdenum and it's good to go boom cue the music <laughs> 